Hey there, Renee Collins here, CPA, financial planner, and the founder of Retire Ready. Retire Ready is a registered investment advisory company here in the state of Illinois, and it helps first-generation wealth builders and business owners to save more money, invest smart, and build wealth, and not just for today, but for generations to come. I am also the host of the Retire Ready To podcast. Our goal here is to have those discussions around money that we wish we had around the dinner table years and years ago. This is going to be part two of planning for retirement without a pension. Now, last week, I shared a story that inspired this podcast. So if you did not have a chance to listen to it, go and check it out. And I will be sure to include a copy of the link in the show notes. If you are concerned about having adequate retirement savings because you do not have access to a pension like most Americans, then this podcast is going to provide you with some retirement planning strategies. And the first one is going to be to determine your retirement income and your expenses. You want to add up all of your income sources that you expect to receive during your retirement. If you expect to receive income from Social Security, you want to go to the Social Security Administration's website to view your annual statement. If you've never done this before, you will be required to create an account on their website. And I recommend that you download this statement on an annual basis because you want to make sure that it is accurate. And then think about any other sources of income that you can rely upon during retirement, such as maybe rental income. Do you have investments? Do you have an annuity? You want to add up all of your income sources. And then next, you want to determine how much do you think you're going to need to live on in retirement? I know this can be a little bit challenging to figure out what your lifestyle is going to be in retirement, especially if retirement is a few years away. Now, some financial professionals, they will estimate that you will need 70 to 80% of your gross income to cover your expenses. But honestly, it really depends on your lifestyle and so many other factors. Think about your lifestyle. What do you want to do in retirement? Do you want to travel? Maybe going to cook along the countryside of France. Oh, maybe that's my retirement goal. But you may want to spend more time on the golf course or you may want to volunteer your time to a worthy cause or move closer to family so that you can spend time with your grandbabies. Try to think about what it is that's most important to you that you want to do during your retirement. And as you get closer to retirement, it will become clearer and clearer to you what retirement will look like. If you anticipate that your income is greater than your expected expenses, woohoo, great job. You are on track to retire ready. Now, if your expected expenses are higher than your anticipated income, that difference is going to be considered a gap and you need to fund that from other savings and investments. So the difference between your income and your expenses is considered that retirement savings gap. And you'll have to figure out how you are going to cover that gap. So here's something else to consider. Pay off 
debt. I mean, think about this. How much money would you really need in retirement if you had no debt? No debt obligations. The sooner you can pay off your debt, the more cash you will have available to save and invest today and the less cash you will actually need in retirement. Here's something else to consider. What about multi-generational living? So what is multi-generational living? Well, it is defined as a household that is made up of three or more generations that are living together under one roof. Now there was a time where multi-generational living, that was the norm rather than the exception. I remember as a child visiting my grandmother and my aunts lived there with her. And I had another aunt who lived downstairs with her kids. Everybody lived in the same building. That was commonplace. And for some cultures, this is still a very common living arrangement. And there's no discussion about what happens to grandma and grandpa as they age. It was understood that the family would help take care of their parents. There are a number of benefits to multi-generational living. One, as you grow older, it allows you to age in place rather than having to go to a healthcare facility. And then two, it is a shared economics and it may work for a lot of the family members. It provides access to living in a more expensive area if you so desire. And then here's the third benefit that it can have a positive impact on your mental and your physical well-being. Reverse mortgages. Now reverse mortgages tend to get a bad rap because in the past their expenses were so very high and things have changed a little bit and made reverse mortgages a little bit more appealing. So if you have a home, you may be able to get rid of your mortgage provided you are older than 62 and you have more than 50% equity available in your home. It's not a strategy for everyone. A reverse mortgage, it can provide you with additional income without requiring that you move out of your home. But on the flip side, it can also leave your heirs without an asset if that is something that is important to you. The key is to understand what the implications are and how it will impact your personal financial situation. Here's something else to consider. Downsize your life. If you have children who have left home and maybe you find yourself living in a home that has more square footage than you need, you're downsizing if it makes economical sense to do so. Crunch through those numbers to make sure that it is an option that makes sense for you. Because again, remember interest rates, they are on a rise and that could make a mortgage that may have been a little bit more appealing a year or so ago. It can tag on another three, $400 on your mortgage today. And if you're thinking about renting, don't forget to consider how the annual rent increases may impact your long-term financial planning. At the time of this recording, rents increased by 9% from 2021 to 2022 in the Chicagoland area. So that means that if your rent payment was $1,500 in 2021, a 9% increase on your rent is going to be 
$1,635. So that's an increase of an extra $135. And according to rent.com, the average rent increase for the country was 8.8%. Now, this is not to say that rent is going to continue to increase at this rate over the long term. I certainly hope not. But an increase in a mortgage payment is typically a bit more predictable than a increase in a rent payment. So just something to think about as you are selling your home to downsize or if you are considering renting. Use your salary increases for retirement. Now I know it may be tough to invest your pay raises in times of inflation because the cost of everything is high. But hopefully this inflationary period is short term. And I mean over the next 12 months, but do your best to save your salary increases and any bonuses that you receive in the future. The idea is that you want to try to save as much as you can for your retirement. And then here's the other thing. Remember retirement is whatever you define it. If you enjoy your work and you want to continue to work until you're 70 or even older, feel free to do so. Or you could even consider part-time work. Each year that you delay retirement, you're basically increasing your social security benefits. You're decreasing the amount of time that you are going to remain in retirement and also the amount that is needed for retirement. So you define what retirement looks like to you. And so I want to leave you with this. Wherever you are on your journey, whether you're in your 40s, your 50s, or your 60s, if you're getting a late start on saving for retirement, you can still make an impact. There are a number of strategies that are available to you. And combined can allow you to have the retirement lifestyle that you desire. But it may require a bit of proactive planning. So don't allow fear and overwhelm to prevent you from taking action. You got this and you deserve to have a comfortable retirement, but you have to plan for it. So plan, save and invest. Now take care and go be great today.